Hey guys, welcome to the Sips of Sogies podcast. I am Kevin. And I am Oscar. What is going on, sir? Another day, sir. This beautiful day. Beautiful day. I like the fact that now it's like falls almost here, but mm-hmm. not quite. So it's like enough to like tease you. Yes. So like one day it'll be. Like you still get a little of that ball sweat, but not quite drenched Not in quite. It. Well, what is it? Uh, I saw a meme. It's like, uh, it went from 90 to 50. Like I saw a state trooper. trooper. I've seen those before too. <laughs> no, man, it's going good. Well, it's beautiful outside. Um, we're going to be doing what, a two-parter today. Hopefully. Yeah. So if not, it'd be one long, one long parter. What's going on with you, sir? Oh, not much. Not much. Just working. You know, uh, boss man was out for, uh, about two weeks. So I remember I had some long nights. Ah, you got your overtime hours in. Dude, there too, was huh? one day I was here till midnight. I clocked out at midnight. We stopped seating at 930, but I clocked out at midnight. I put in some hours, sir. That's the cost to be the boss. Whatever, man. I don't get paid that much. <laughs> Shit. So how, how's the bike? Oh, yeah. The bike story. So I have to set this up. Which, by the way, just real quick, you're the only person I know that would go out and spend all kind of money on a motorcycle the day before a hurricane set to hit. Hey, look, sir. My mama may not have raised the sharpest <laughs> knife in the drawer, but she didn't raise the dullest one either. So it's there in there go. between. No, I didn't realize. Well, there are. So here's the story. All so right. for all you know, I've been wanting a Harley for like, well, I mean, for my whole life. Even worked at the Harley dealership. You did, um, and never actually got a bike. Mm. So there's always there was always this one specific model that I just fell in love with, mm-hmm. and it was a Harley Davidson Rogue Glide. Now, for those that aren't familiar with it, it's got this, I say it's ugly. I think it looks damn good. Mm. But it's got this really ugly-looking shark doo-doo kind of cowling that's fixed on the front end. So it, it doesn't actually turn. Oh, okay. Um, but there's some benefits to that. But, I mean, it's just it's comfortable ride anyway. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And that's what kind of got me hooked when I was working in the shops. I rode in a couple of them, and they were just fucking ha- great handling bikes. Right. You had to get used to the fact that you had, like, two feet of stuff in front of you right so it's like driving a car but um so i get up one morning we were on our or our second quarantine because delia's son had covid for the second that's time right that's right so basically we were just sitting at home not working um and i had always been looking like on the local dealerships to kind of see what they had just you know if i found a good bike right price i'd be kind of curious mm-hmm. whatever yeah so and it's one of the rare mornings that i got up before delia does because delia always gets up like, we joke. I'm like, all right, we got to get up early in the morning. She was like, no, you mean I got to wake you up is what you mean. <laughs> so <laughs> I get up, and I start making the coffee, and I go sit in the living room, and I'm just poking around waiting on the coffee, and then I see it. Oh. The beautiful, beautiful, exact model Harley-Davidson Road Glide. Same like color, too? You color. Well, uh, damn close. Like, okay. there's one other paint job that I'd have preferred over that, but it's like a denim kind of grayed out. But this was, like, the next best thing. There's nothing you can say that later on you can't get a paint job. Maybe True. for your birthday. True. Christmas. But, but I think at this point I just get another bike. There because it's a 2010, so it's it's an older bike. Right. But the damn thing has got, it had, like, just over 16,000 miles on it. Which it's kind of like a car, you know, yeah. 20,000 miles on mm-hmm. average. So for a 2010 to have barely a year's worth of miles on it, this guy basically just put it in his garage, so he had some garage candy. I mean, but it was perfect. It had everything on it that I would have wanted to put on it right away, mm-hmm. like a passenger seat, little luggage rack for bags and stuff like that. Right. And it had nothing on it that I would have immediately wanted to take off. Right. No, like, you know, live to ride covers. I'm not that, mm-hmm. like, you know. Teach their own, but I don't like putting a bunch of shit on top of my bike. No, I got gotcha. Bike's pretty enough like it is. So I'm sitting there and I'm looking at it and I'm like, man, I couldn't see any rust, no blemishes, couldn't see anything on the pictures. And then out walks Delia. Because <laughs> we had planned on going hiking that day. So it's, she's like, hey, what are you doing, babe? What, what, are you, what are you looking at? I'm like, porn. Motorcycle. <laughs> well, my bike might as well have been porn. My porn anyway. Like, motorcycle. She was like, so she leans over, gives me a kiss, looks down, and she's like, that's pretty. And she looks at me again, and she was like, are we going hiking or are we buying a bike? <laughs> I was like, well, it's in Meridian. I'm like, so are we going to Meridian today? I'm like, no. I mean, there's some trails out Let me think way. about it. I mean, hang on a minute. So I'm sitting there looking at it, and I'm like, God. So I finally put in the finance and everything. Everything went through. So there you go. get the bike. So we wind up going the next day. Now, I give her, love her to death. She was like, all right, let's go today. I'm like, well, it's already like 11 o'clock noon. Mm-hmm. I was like, I'd rather just get up early. So we go the next day. Um, of course, day before Ida hits. Yeah. And uh, so we get the bike. Well, it's like a two-hour ride 
I got it from Chunky River Meridian. Yeah, yeah. So it's a two-hour ride automatically, and it's really a straight shot. It really is. Um, but I, I guess I forgot directions when I was, you know. So I get – we wound up getting law – or we got pulled – we pulled off once because it started to rain a little bit. So she had pulled off and, and wondered if I kept going. wanted to keep going. I was like, yeah, we're good, we're good. Well, I wound up losing her and going the other way north, so I had to stop. Turn around. I give her a call on the side of the road. I'm like, hey, did you get lost? Like, did you turn? She's like, no, I'm back. Oh, okay. I was like, well, just go slow, and I'll, I'll be up behind you. I've got it turned around. So she's, like, doing 60. Mm. I'm doing, like, 70, 75 trying to catch up. And I think I caught up to her because I got behind this silver small truck, but I should have got up close to verify. Yeah. I didn't. I'm like, oh, it's there. And then I'm, so I'm driving behind him. I realize I'm doing, like, 80. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm like, she don't drive this fast when she's, like, running from the cops. I was like, so – so I finally realized it's not her. So you literally gave some old lady a heart attack. Probably. Yeah, she thought there was this biker behind her. I'm, I'm, yeah. I'm waving. Yeah. <laughs> I'm gonna so, get you. So I wind up going down, and then I, and I'm surprised. Like the second turn that I missed, I must have been right on her ass before I missed the turn mm-hmm. because never saw her the rest of the way. So took another turn, had to go like five miles down the road the wrong way again. Oh God! And then turn around. I mean, it was from a standpoint of a bike ride, it was a freaking beautiful bike ride. Oh yeah, especially for the first ride. But so I find I knew I should have pulled over again a call. So I finally pull in the front driveway, and Delia's on the front porch. Like you can tell she's upset. She's like, "What happened to you?" I'm like, "I was a dummy and got lost." My bad. She was like, "I thought you." Were. I was like, "I understand. I'm so sorry. I understand." So needless to say, after the first ride, three and a half hour later, I'd have a two hour ride. I've been mm-hmm. rained on. I've stalked some old lady, and my ass is hurting like nobody can believe because. I wasn't expecting to take that long of a ride on the first. When's bike. the last time you rode a bike? Uh, when I left the Harley shops. Oh wow! So it's been a hot minute. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah. And that's why now, so you know, because I'm you know I haven't had Delia in the back of the bike yet, because I want to take some good time and ride. Because I mean I hadn't ridden since I've been in the Harley shops. Mm, mm. So um, I probably bought the worst bike you can buy for your first bike. But I mean, being that's one of the advantages of working in the dealerships that I have, even though I didn't get a bike then, was I rode so many different kinds and styles yeah. and big bikes and stuff like that. And I'd been in a couple like um, they had like uh, promotions where they would bring the new models down, mm-hmm, and mm-hmm. you could go on big group rides with yeah. other customers and stuff like that. Well, so, no, like the only thing I know about bikes is that I know you're supposed to like at least run them, you know, at best like once a week. Maybe just go for a quick ride, you know, like just basically like just don't let them sit there because that's Oh, yeah. Bike. Well, it's just like a car. I mean, yeah. You let a car sit there, it's going to... But, yeah, I mean, so I, mean, I haven't done a lot of riding yet. Uh, mm. A lot of riding lately because we had a lot of rain. Uh, we had a friend a in town. That we were Yeah. Um, and it, it's weird rain. It's just like popping up rain. Right. It's like it's beautiful and sunny and then, surprise, it, bitch. It, yeah, it popped up, but it was popping up for like two weeks straight. Yeah. So, like, my grass was like overgrown. But I, I can't cut it i'm sorry well it back looks good now well now front might not look so great yeah, by the it, time it, you get it, it well once you guys leave <laughs> which, by right. the way stay as long as you want to by the way i'm just saying uh, <laughs> i mean we did we did start early today what's for dinner what's for dinner? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> all right well that's me sir how about you you got anything going on with you not much man just working saving money for my trip to uh to kentucky which is right around the corner when is it it's in november, november yeah it's the Ooh. week of amanda's birthday and it's also the week of her of our wedding anniversary so ah. I, I i need to go to the store to get get her gift which she's like i don't want anything just give me some shirts from you know like for the pocket it's like no i i want to get you something nice and she's so i, I was thinking because she loves pearl so I, I was thinking about this like pearl necklace earring bracelet set it's like oh my god that'd be great when am I going to wear it? I'm like, wear it around the house. I don't give a fuck. So we, it's like, yeah, but we don't go anywhere. It's like, yeah, I know. I like, well, so I'm going to have to find something to get her besides t-shirts. Okay, I got the idea. Okay. What you do is, is you get a really nice dinner somewhere. Mm. Then you get the pearl necklace and everything. But you give her the dinner date first. Like oh, no, say, no. Hey, yeah, we're yeah, going yeah, here to dinner. Yeah. Then you go, by the way. No, yeah. Uh, yeah. No, because there's, there's a few distilleries that have restaurants, and one of them actually has like a fine dining restaurant. So I'm thinking... Because like her cousin's gonna be down, I think her brother might be coming down as well, and I think her mom's going too. So I'm like, would you mind just keep the kids? We can you know have adult time. Yeah, and I don't mean adult time like you know adult time. I was gonna say, look, when you tell everybody you got your wife a pearl necklace for her birthday, I'm, you better I'm, make I sure you clarify. Or maybe just start with the earrings bracelet. <laughs> yeah, there you go. You say a matching pearl set. Set. There you go. <laughs> now I, the house that we do have does have a jacuzzi in it, so. Jacuzzi. Be pearl necklaces flying all over that place, sir. All over. <laughs> <laughs>
Happy birthday. Oh, All right, so it. today's episode, guys, we're going to do a Halloween. We had uh, Brad on last time. We actually have Brad here again. Our first repeat guest. Yeah, first repeat guest. And our first repeat with our first four guests. That's right. Fourth, fourth guest, yeah. Fourth mic, second guest. Yes, yeah. so we've officially broken everything in now and realize we're actually short on a couple pieces, but minor pieces. No, it's just like little pieces. Yeah, thing. it's cosmetic I stuff. Mean, Duct Either tape, way, do the same thing. Yeah, zip ties does good. <laughs> but yeah, like I said, we got Brad back. Brad, how you doing, sir? I'm doing, doing good. How are you? Welcome back. I'm doing Thank good, you. man. Doing good. And our latest, and my boo thing, Delia. Birthday, how you doing, girl. babe. Birthday. Hey. She's a little shy. She don't. <laughs> <laughs> and you guys just came back from uh, uh impromptu camping trip as yes, well. Yes, that was funny. I was at, and the funny thing is, I was actually sitting. I was sitting in the restaurant. Cause it's closed. I was dual rating, <laughs> and so I'm sitting in the restaurant, just kind of looking at the water, because I'd already done daiquiris, all that stuff. So right. I was basically just waiting to clock out, because mm-hmm. it was almost time. And I get text from her, and she's like, "Hey, um, I know what I want to do tonight. Uh, you may not like it, but it doesn't involve your booty hole." Which is really weird because we haven't, FYI, we haven't played with my booty hole. <laughs> so I don't know if that's like the next birthday she's got plans. I'm just saying, get ready for it. But I mean, it. as of yet, I mean, I have not had my booty hole play Nothing with says her. I love you like someone playing. Put <laughs> the finger in the butt. Yeah. yeah. Hey, baby. Bling. But uh, so I'm like, okay. I'm like, what? She's like, and then she just takes a picture of like the camp, the tent that she already bought. <laughs> so I'm like, oh, it's a brand new tent. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay. So all right. she, I see the picture. Like, I'm like, okay. I'm expecting all. He's like, because you're not going to like it. I'm like, I'm expecting. I'm like, I don't know what the fuck to expect. And yeah. I was like, but it's got to be worse than my booty hole getting played with. So, <laughs> hey, don't knock until you try it. I I've had friends tell me. I'm like, really? But so I'm like, yeah, all right, fine. So let's go camp. She's like, okay, cool. She was like, well, the truck's already going to be packed. You just got to come home. <laughs> I was like, why wouldn't I like that? Like, she said, well, because it's last I'm minute. going with or without you. That's it, I'm man. Just letting that's you it. Know. Yeah. If you don't want to go, that's fine. But just know I'm going. Yeah. Oh, that was pretty. It was fine. No, it was good. It was like it was last minute, but we got there early enough. Yeah. I mean, what was it? Um, it's on. It was on a Pascagoula WMA. Um, around. We're gonna bleep this part out because we don't want anybody to know. But oh, okay. Okay. Cool. Wilkerson Ferry Road. Mm. Wilkerson. So, so yeah, it was nice. It was. Um, it's along the river, and the way the campsite is, when you pull in, you've got to you shoot off to the right side for the a boat launch, mm-hmm. and then it does like this short little loop. And mm-hmm. it's only got like what five, five or six actual yeah. sites, and Camp even then, sites, yeah, yeah, and even then, some of them like because there's like this little pond, wooded pond in the middle of it. Mm-hmm. So some of them, I don't even know how you would actually camp because you have the table, a grill, and then the pond. So unless it's more of like a day barbecue kind of right. Job. So okay. it's a yeah. small, small campsite. But, of course, we were the only one there. So mm-hmm. we got the one in the back that sits right on the river and is up yeah. against the woods and everything. So it was nice. It was real nice. Now, I know you've gone camping a lot before. I'm, I'm sure you have, too. But yeah, more so when I was younger, but yeah. Uh, my friend always says that nothing can test a relationship more than setting up a tent. How was that? Oh, we're smart. We found the easy tent. Whoever's designing tents now uh. went through some divorces. <laughs> I mean, because they are easy. It literally is you just roll out your tent. Right. You got these long pole metal poles that basically break down every, every foot every or so. Yeah. 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 So you literally just undo the pole, you slide it through the slot one way and then go diagonal the other way, yep. and then that's it. The hardest part is when you put the actual stakes in the ground, mm-hmm. if you don't have anything to hammer it in. Yeah, yeah. And you hit hard ground, but even then, it's not yeah. that bad at all. Yeah, we went camping a while back just because she got a bug up her ass to go camping, so we did, and I, I bought a tent. The time, we still had our dog, and he's the kind, he, he's like me. He's not going to sleep at night, so he'd like to just wander. So we got a two, four, we had like a 10-person like tent. So one side was to sleep, on the other side was for him just to go wander. Because he's not, especially in like a new setting, he's not going to settle down. Yeah. So we wanted a tent big enough for us to kind of walk around. We're not us, but him. Yeah, we'll see. We were talking about that too because she, the one she got was a was labeled as a four person tent. Hmm. I think for every one person, they say it's more like a point five in real life. Oh, totally. Because yeah. I mean, four people, if it had been like, like Brad size or someone like a third of the size of me or even half, then they'd have been like, yeah, all yeah. like in a, you know, coffin just so swirled up. Yeah, me and her, we slept fine. We had a little bit of space where we could put our stuff around. Yeah. So, but I mean, a four person tent was more like. 
two, two and a half maybe. Yeah. yeah, and the tent that I had was really, it was only a two-person tent, and I use that when I'm alone camping, so gotcha. it didn't. Yeah, because I used to do the same thing when I used to go camping yeah, in I, my I, 20s, I mm-hmm. knew a two-person tent. Two tent. <laughs> yeah. Uh-uh. So, I mean, other than that, yeah, but no, tents nowadays, like I said, whoever designs them now, they went through some divorces because yeah. they learned real quick. Or maybe they didn't learn real quick. Maybe it took them a minute to learn. <laughs> I will say this, though. I mean, but like building a fire, even that was easy. Oh, wait, wait, wait. <laughs> so she had an us moment. Like we were setting up the first year. We were, or the first year, the first episode. And we were like forgetting to hit the buttons and this shit and mm. that. So she gets like this fire starter brick kit just to kind of help with everything. Okay. And so she puts the little bricks out and she's lighting it. And I forget what I'm doing. I'm doing something else around the campsite. I'm looking for wood. And, um. And so she, she gets it going. It takes a minute. She gets it going. And then halfway through, it's when she gets out this, like, fire power powder starter stuff that you're supposed to sprinkle on it this to really make everything go out. She was mm. like, oh, that's what that is. I found that. I'm like, no. <laughs> hey, but I got it working. It did. That's all that matters. It did. Now, I did learn from Boy Scouts that you can also use Doritos to start a fire. Yes. Really? Oh. Yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah, believe it or not, Doritos no. are very flammable. Go I did it. not know that. Wow. Yeah, so if you're ever camping and you can't start it, just add some Doritos to the bottom and just... That's like a wasted Dorito. Why don't you get the family-sized bag? Just lick, lick the coating off and then put it under the I'm, car, I'm sorry. Maybe it's a fat man. <laughs> and that's out. how I babies look. are made. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> dun, dun, dun. Go from Doritos to... <laughs> bum, chicka, wow, wow. <laughs> well, we started off talking about pearl necklaces, so it was only a downward oh, slope after God. that. Yes. All right, so uh, you just want to get to the sip part real quick? Yes, let's All get right, to the so sip part. So we're going to be sipping on Weller Special Reserve. Kind of hard to find bottle here lately. Can you see that okay? Yep. There we go. So I had to go through my stash because I want to do something nice for a, not our quite 13th episode. 13th. Close enough, though. 13.1. Yeah, we That's talked right. about mm-hmm. this prior to uh, – we're technically on episode 12, but I was like, yes. how cool would it be to do – because we just we randomly planned to make this kind of like the October kind of scary movie banter, just you know bullshitting episode, and then if it wanted it being actual the thirteenth episode, so Oscar had to go in and check the log, and it's the twelfth episode. Um, and so I was like, God! So I think we're just we may pass twelve and just go straight to thirteen. Look, we can do whatever we want to. Exactly, it's our episode. I can just record a one second episode, and we just label that twelve. Yeah, that's okay. it. Uh, never mind. And a show. <laughs> we could just, like, wait, we'll, take, we'll, we'll call it the episode of nothingness. It'll be like 20 minutes of absolutely nothing. Just, just so we can get to the 13th episode. Just, or how did, I'll, I'll, I'll just add the, just an intro and outro song. There you go. That's it. That's it. That's it. <laughs> this is the Sips and Stogie soundtrack. <laughs> and thank you. Watch it have the most plays. <laughs> how sad would that be? Oh, wait. Interesting fact. We looked up. We was at work one day, and we were talking about um, oh, yeah, yeah. best episode stuff. And on uh, – because we distribute through uh, a place called Anchor. Mm-hmm. And that, that they put that on, like, Spotify, wherever you get your podcast yeah. at. They We, we download it to that service, and they distribute it. Well, they have an analytics page for the people, for the publishers. And me and Oscar were talking – and, uh, well, because I asked you if you can see the breakdown by states, because yeah. Brad was asking us if, because uh, your cousin, it's my nephew, your nephew, my nephew, listened to the episode and he's up in Philly. Yeah. So I was like, hey, let me, I'll, I'll, I'll ask Kevin. And then from there we looked at it, and then it's like I can't see the states, but I can see the like the country. Country. Breakdown. Yeah. 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 So we start breaking down, and we're like, all right, cool. Like you know, seventy five percent United States. Da, da, da. And I'm like, dude, we've got somebody in Amsterdam. Like it's like. One percent. We got more people in Amsterdam. Yes, and like a negative. It's no. It's a point zero one in Australia, Australia. and a one percent in Norway. Or, yeah, or somewhere like, like that. Yeah, <coughs> yeah. Well, wow. the, well, like the point zero one percent. That's my buddy in Australia, Brian. Yeah. So <laughs> obviously, we know the point zero one is like literally one person. So that means yes. we have at least two people listening over in Norway. Right? Wow. Which, which means we are international, sir. Fuck yeah, we are international. That's it. You know what? We can start the podcast now. We can say we we are hosting an international, and we'll put the award winning in there because we'll just say we're. I feel like I need a monocle now. A what? A monocle. But like it would go well. Monocle, just like a little chain, just dude. Oh, you gotta fancy. get your mustache where you do like that little like, hardcore. I, I, I'm, I, it's just because the humid, and I'm wearing a mask at work again because you know I have a mouth on me, so it, it really helps with you know people not seeing the fact that every other word I say is fuck, 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 fuck. So, so yeah, there's no point in me fixing my mustache when I wear a mask at work. <laughs> yeah, bad hair day, sir. Yeah, it'd be all right, but. So, you were talking about the 13th episode, and it's because we are doing Halloween. Yes. 
We're doing a Halloween, but first I'm gonna do this. We did oh, the yeah, Weller. Yeah. Yes. Okay. Now uh, we have different cigars today. I think uh, I did. and I think we did one of these already. So this is kind of a repeat. The Diesel uh, Whiskey Row, the Bourbon mm-hmm. Barrel Aged. Uh, it's Diesel. It's Rabbit Hole Whiskey. Bourbon. Yeah. 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 Bourbon. Okay. Yeah. I think we had this one not last time, but the time before. Well, we we did a Sherry Cast too. Yeah. Because that one right. I thought was interesting. Yeah. Because um, I forget what bourbon it was, but it just worked out because we thought the Sherry Cast. Oh yeah, that's well right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. With whatever bourbon we were doing, so that's what I'm doing on this one. Real yeah, quick. don't don't ask me the bourbon because I I I've got a lot. I'm gonna go with the uh, double, yeah, double V cut. Okay, what you got, sir? Oh, I've got a Maker's Mark seasoned uh, cigar that I got for my birthday from my good buddy Ty, and I, I told you the joke earlier that he gave me this on my birthday, and he got it at the gift shop where we work at. And I was like, oh, thank you very much. And I just looked at it. I was like, you forgot my birthday, didn't you? He's like, yeah, I did. It's, like, it's okay. I still love you. It's like, I might have. Shout out to Ty, though. He should be, you say you're coming into town shortly. So He's going to try and uh, make it to where his weekend is going to be here. It's probably going to be a couple of weeks or so just because the whole, you know, his family got hit with the hurricane in Louisiana. And he's still working and out, out by Destin. So it's kind of tough for him. But, yeah, he's going to try and make it to where he comes in on a Saturday with his wife and the kid and, We'll go have dinner at the steamer Sunday. We'll come back here and just chill out. Maybe Monday we'll go to the aquarium or something with the kids or just sit out here and drink and smoke whiskey and bourbon. That'll work. Let me know, sir. I ain't seen him in a minute. It's been a while. So, all right, so we got that part. Now, the episode we're doing today, guys, the reason we've uh, we got Brad back and we have Delia here is uh, we're doing this for uh, October, and we were kind of thinking it'd be neat to do just to sit back and chill, but do kind of like a, a horror movie episode. We, we kind of kind of briefly touched on this on the last episode. Yes, yes. Yeah, at the very end. Mm-hmm. So today we're just going to kind of sit and enjoy this beautiful weather and some cigars and bourbon and bullshit over uh, horror movies in general. Mm-hmm. So I'm sure we'll, like, we'll go around the table and find out what your favorite was and things like that and like what the best and the worst is and what makes mm-hmm. like a good horror movie. To me... Mm. Horror movies were not anything that I watched a lot of. I enjoyed watching them because my criteria was this. If after watching the movie, I was afraid to go into any room in my house with the light off, Mm -hmm. if I wasn't scared, it wasn't a good movie, which is ironic because I didn't Mm -hmm. want to walk around the house afraid Jason was going to come out and kill me Mm -hmm. in the closet. So I never watched a lot of scary movies. Right. But um, that was kind of my criteria. Was there any movie that kind of, I'm not going to say scarred you, but kind of had an effect like that on, on you guys? Um, not in that way, no. <laughs> we were discussing this earlier about the first time that I had ever seen another woman naked was from the Jason movies. <laughs> okay, yeah. <laughs> I think there were and a I lot was, of people that was the first time. And I was very time. young, yeah. so I was like, why should she not have clothes on? Is that what they look like when you get older? <laughs> Surprise! Oh, man. Yeah, the Jason movies, those were pretty much just a bunch of college kids getting laid and then they died. Well, I... I yeah. I kind of got a feeling that, well, for like for a while I taught this or thought this that it was like propaganda for you know the the movie companies telling you look if you do drugs and drink and have sex and before have, you're married yeah. you're gonna die. I yeah. mean that was pretty much it. Yeah, basically. Yeah. I mean the poor bastard that never got laid in those movies. Yeah. He's the only one that made it through. Yeah, most of the time. Yeah. Or or he was he he, he pulled a uh, uh, what's the chick from Scooby Doo with the glasses. Velma. 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 You know, I was like, oh, I can't see. I'm going to go over here. Yeah. Next thing you yeah. know, who are you? You're the monster. And he's dead. Yeah. Yeah. Now, okay, so, like, my, my favorite ones are obviously the classic ones. And I say classic just because, just okay, yes, the, the like, Dracula, Frankenstein. Those are cl- the classic. Those Universal. are the ones that started it for Yes, me. they started yeah. it. But Universal I can, monster movies, I, I, yeah. I consider those more classic monster movies, not horror movies, because they're not really that scary. No. Now, maybe then they were. I agree. Not now, but... What I consider classic movies would be something in the 80s that has multiple of, like Friday the 13th, uh, Halloween, Texas Chainsaw, Nightmare on Elm Street, uh, Phantasm. I'm not sure like where I would put Jaws, though. Cause I think Jaws was suspense. I don't consider Yeah, I'd say that's more suspense. Because you don't thriller. really see, like in the first one, you don't see Jaws killing anybody until like he kills a guy on the boat. But yeah, like yeah, you it, see it from afar yeah. or just or, the blood or, coming or, up. Or, or, or like you just see like the body kind of switching back and forth. Yeah. Like, you know, like the chick that went swimming. Again, she got naked and she died. Yeah. yeah. I think Jaws is more of like a that PETA organization propaganda. 
It's kind of like the the aquatic version of M Night Shyamalan, where the woods come around and kill you. Oh, there you go. Yeah, <laughs> but no, yeah, I wouldn't. Cause I mean, Jaws was good, but I wouldn't consider it a scary. You know, I mean, Amanda never saw Jaws until like I went out and bought it. Like like we're like we're, we're talking one day. It's like I've never seen Jaws. I'm like what? No, no, that's not right. I we got in the car and went to Walmart and bought the DVD. <laughs> Mm-hmm. Well, that's like me with a lot of the scary movies because growing up, it's funny. It's like I'm, it's like having that conversation with Keith all over again. Mm. Like, I never really got into a lot of like outside of Jason and Nightmare on Elm Street. I never really got into a lot of the other movies because I just wasn't really into the horror sci-fi. Yeah, sci-fi, sci-fi. Excuse me. Um, so for me, I'd say my favorite growing up were the Freddy Cougars because for some reason I loved watching those. Now that I've gotten older or got older and started watching other ones, like Poltergeist to me is still like oh, okay. That's awesome. a scary movie. Yeah. yeah. It really the, is. The ones where you could look at and go, that fucker, that shit could actually happen. Like we walked in yeah. here today, Oscar's light was starting to blink and all I'm hearing is like, <laughs> Carol Ann, yeah. Carol Ann. <laughs> Told him, and then I went in there, man, it's like, yeah, it goes on and on and off too. And then sure enough, that fucker started going on and off. Yeah. I'm waiting to see one of the kids in the corner like doing this. Like, nope, it just goes on and off. No, that's why it's on because Jackson's just at the right height where he likes to. <laughs> oh, I can reach that. Well, guess what? I'm going to constantly keep doing it. Ding, so, ding, so ding, 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 ding. Yes, like Sunday is just me and the kids' day. So I'm like, you want to go outside? You want to watch cartoons? Well, obviously, Miss Baby was like Halloween. Like, well, let's watch cartoons, which is like there's this like Halloween cartoons that she's into right now. Mm-hmm. That, that that's all she watches. So. 90% of my time was spent going around turning off the lights. Like, oh, God, okay. Oh, it's on again. You got up a second, so. <laughs> Your electric bill's going to go up. God, damn, I know it. I know it. Well, I guess, like, I like the Nightmare on Elm Street ones, mm-hmm. but I guess those are the ones I know the less about. I've watched them all. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But I, like, I've only seen them, like, maybe once or twice. Either. I just watched the... Because you really have to say the original now. Mm, so yeah. many of them have yeah, been remade. Yeah. The ones that are now, it's <clears throat> like... Yeah, and the, the reboots usually are not that good. But I just watched the original Nightmare on Elm Street oh, okay. the other night. And I never noticed this before. But do you all know what color... The, the house on Elm Street. Mm. Do you know what color the door is? Is it red? Mm-mm. It's green in all the movies except for the first one. It is a bright blue. Because that, that house is as iconic as Freddy Krueger is. It shows up in all the films in oh, one way or okay. another. And the, ha- the door has always been green. So I'm watching it the other night, and it is like a sky blue. Wow. And hmm. I was like, wait a minute, I've been watching these movies since I was a kid and always thought this door was green. And now I'm yeah, realizing, was- like, no, it's bright blue. So, it, uh, I mean... I could have gone down a rabbit hole on the internet, like I often do, but I just like, no, it's it's midnight. I'm not going down the rabbit Shit, hole to I'm see why to they Google changed it. the color of the door. Yeah. But yeah, it's 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 bright blue. I never even noticed yeah. it. Yeah. But those were cool because the backstory of those, where you had this guy that was, he either murdered children or he was a pedophile. He murdered children. He murdered yeah. children on Elm Street. Yeah. And so, of course, when the parents got together and I guess found out, they went and burned the whole fucking house down yeah. with him in it. Yeah. That's why he's all disfigured and scarred. Yeah. And so ever since then, he would come to these kids in their dreams. Now, I can't remember exactly like what it, made the kids special. I well, think in the was, very beginning, it's because they were from Elm Street, Street okay. and they were children of the parents, yeah, the parents yeah. who okay. he killed. Gotcha. That was the original connection. Yeah. And so that's he was getting his revenge. Yeah, so those got cool because it just became like, okay, let's find all the different ways that he can kill you yeah. in yeah. your dream. Yeah. So uh, that had and, and, little... and like some stick out. I don't know what, but the one like uh, like the waterbed scene. Yes, mm-hmm. that one sticks out. Mm-hmm. The one that really sticks out is the syringe one, like where like instead of blades, he has syringes mm-hmm. for fingers. And yeah, sticks of all. Yeah, that, that one sticks out in my yeah. mind. Let's see, and that's that was part three. Like my favorite ones are part one, part three, and I don't think it has a number, but it's called the New Nightmare, and yeah. it was the final one that actually Wes Craven worked on. Oh yeah, yeah. and all of three of those have. Heather Loggenkamp, who played Nancy in the first one. So she's I just, I was thinking about it today. I was like, I never realized that my three favorite ones Are the same. have the actress who played the original Nancy in the very first one. She revives her character as Nancy in the third one, and Nancy is killed in the end of it. And then the new nightmare is actually, it's so creative. It's Wes Craven plays Wes Craven. Mm-hmm. Heather Loggenkamp is playing herself. 
like Heather Loggenkamp. Oh, okay. Robert England comes in, who played Freddy Krueger, mm-hmm. playing Robert England. And the premise of the movie is that there hasn't been a new nightmare movie yeah, for so right. long. Okay. And Heather Loggenkamp is now, you know, she's, she's living in Hollywood or whatever. Her husband is a stunt actor on a movie set. They have a kid, and the kid starts having nightmares. And she's trying to figure out what's going on. And it's it's interesting because they – and I saw her interviewed about it where she said it was very much like her real life. Because she – like when she took her the, – the, the kid in the movie took that kid to the hospital. The doctor is judging Heather Loggenkamp because she made her career off of being in horror movies. Right. And so she's kind of like, you know, insinuating child abuse. Like you're letting your kid watch these movies that you did. And she's like, no, I didn't. And, you know, all this stuff. So then she meets up with Robert England. And he's talking about, yeah, you know, I've been having nightmares. He's doing, like, these weird paintings and stuff because apparently he was a painter in real life. And now he's doing these really bizarre things that are coming from his dreams. So then Heather Loggenkamp goes to Wes Craven to be like, hey, Robert and I are going through some weird stuff here. And Wes Craven's like, yeah, I've been having dreams too. Only to Heather Loggenkamp discovers Wes Craven's been writing a new script and it is exactly what's happening to them right now. Okay. So what happens is uh, Wes Craven came up with this idea, like, you know, when you create a horror icon that becomes like a part of pop culture, what happens if people start forgetting about that? It comes back. That icon. Does it try to find its way back? So that was his story for that movie. It was, it was, it was, it's a real surreal type movie because you're watching it. It's supposed to be happening by the real people and everything, and it turns out it's actually Freddy Krueger is now trying to get into our real, real life. world. Yeah, yeah, it was really creative. That is neat. Yeah, it's because I remember when I I remember being a kid watching them. It was in my aunt's house. She had that big freaking TV on the floor, oh, and you would literally yeah. sit right in front of the TV and you'd watch the movie with your hands over your eyes like this, and you're like, so you literally watch like watch the whole movie with like one eye <laughs> and through two fingers. <laughs> And so that was it. So what about you, Brad? What was your, what's your like all time favorite horror movie? My number one's the original Halloween. Halloween? Yeah. The only one that's ever scared me was Salem's Lot. I was a little kid and that was on television. And, you know, we all, because my parents gave up on me, like trying to stop me from watching horror movies because they just couldn't, you know, and they just let me watch them because I was never the kid that would cry at night when going to bed. Like I thoroughly enjoyed horror movies for well, some I reason. I wish I had that right now. And so, yeah, yeah. Now, well, but this one night... Maybe you should throw on a Jason movie or something like that. I mean... I mean, she does like Halloween. There so. you go. Well, this one night, it, it totally... I, I was crying. I, I was in bed. I shared a bedroom with my three older brothers. My parents had gone out, like, whether it was a date or whatever it was, they had gone out. So it was my grandmother who was watching us. And this woman... My grandmother was one of the most loving people ever, mm. but she was no nonsense either. Like, she did not tolerate anything from anyone. So we're all up in our bedroom. My oldest brother, Christopher, starts scratching on the window. There's the scene in Salem's Lot yeah, where the vampire kid is scratching <clears throat> on the window to try to get the kid to open the window. And he's like, I'm your friend. Open it up. I'm your friend. <laughs> My brother, Chris, is sitting there going, Brad, I'm your friend. Let me in. I had a crucifix made of pencils. Like, crying hysterically. My grandmother came up and was yelling at me for being a big baby and to get over it. And I was just like, oh, my God. It's the only time I was ever traumatized by a horror film. That's, That's funny. awesome as shit. Scare the crap out of me. Oh, but all other ones, like Halloween, I was just fascinated by it. Now, Halloween, that Everything. was the that was Michael Myers, right? That's Michael, Michael Myers, Myers. Yeah. yeah. Okay, see, we were looking that up before with Michael Myers. And the story was... Because that was on the had Jamie Lee Curtis in it. Yeah. She, I guess, got her starter almost. I know she was young as shit in that. I think movie. she's. Yeah, I think she got her break in that. I think yeah. she was already acting, but that's, was she? Okay. that's where she exploded. Yeah. Um, so that one was Michael Myers plays, I guess, this kid who winds up killing one of his sisters. His older sister. Um, yes. Because she wanted to go hang out with her boyfriend, I guess, instead of whatever. So then he just starts killing. And Jamie Lee Curtis. Was it one of his other sisters? Was she connected? That was the sequel where Hollywood took control because Halloween's originally an independent film. They made that on the fly with barely any money whatsoever. Well, yeah, because they use an old William Shatner mask and just spray paint that bitch white. And it takes place, I think it's Illinois somewhere where it's supposed to take place. And if you watch it, you'll see palm trees in the background. 
because they were shooting it in like downtown LA or whatever, you know, I mean, they couldn't afford to go to, to Illinois. Right. Yeah. Um, so that was an independent film and then it was so successful. And that's when the studio was like, all right, we want another one. But what was great about the first one is there was no backstory. Like, like you were saying, you when he's anything. a little kid, he kills his older sister. You have no idea why he did that. Like mm. you're never told. And what's funny about that scene too, is that after he kills his sister, he's outside with his clown mask still on, he's holding his knife, yeah. you know, and the parents come home and they just remove the mask from his face, but neither of the parents react. They don't react that he's holding this huge butcher knife covered in blood and, you know, like, they don't go to check on his <laughs> older, they just stand there and stare at the kid, you know, while the credits start to roll. Um, but, and then he comes back to, it's Haddonfield, Illinois. Okay. He, as an adult, Michael Myers escapes the mental institution, mm -hmm. comes back, um, he ends up going back to his original house as like his safe place. Mm -hmm. And that's where he spots uh, Laurie Strodes, who's played by Jamie Lee Curtis. Mm -hmm. Her father is a real estate agent who's trying to sell the house. So he has her drop off the keys for people to come look at the house later on. While Mike Myers is in the house and sees her come up. So now uh -huh. he's obsessed with her. Yeah. So he's following her around and, you know, goes after her and her friends to kill them. But again, you have no idea why he's is. doing this you know no idea whatsoever so and that's what made him so terrifying is you don't know why this guy's doing it you know and it's um and he's also he moves so slowly he's emotionless he's got that mask so you don't see his face at all you know and all that made that so terrifying and then in the sequel which was the studio executives and saying oh we need a sequel <clears throat> they're creating this backstory that Laurie Strodes is his little sister. Yeah. And uh, that's why he's coming to kill her. And it's like... So they just that, fucked it all up. But it's kind of yeah. like, that makes no sense because... Okay, so she gets adopted, obviously, if, yeah. if she's the sister. But they just move around the corner from the house where her older sister was murdered. <laughs> and then the adoptive father, who must be some sadistic ass, is yeah. like, here, take these keys to the house where your sister was murdered... And drop them off. Like, none of it makes, like, they didn't think about any of that. There was well, there was one guy in a room of, like, ten. Right. That was making, he was like, guys, this don't make any sense. They were like, shut up, Bob. Shut up. Yeah. God shut damn up. it. You, want, you like your job? You yeah. know what? You're right. I, I totally get it's it like, now. People totally are not that it. smart. They're not going to put two and two together. <laughs> no, no. But they, they, they do reference that in Halloween of 2018, where Jamie Lurt. Oh, yeah. Reprises yeah, her role. Yeah, she came back as her role. Um and it's her granddaughter is walking with her friends going to school. And they say it real quick. They were like, well, wasn't she like Michael Myers' little sister? And she was like, oh, that's all bullshit. I mean, <laughs> that's you know, awesome. they just totally destroyed that story. They were like, no, that's all bullshit. You know? Well, and that's got to be, It's maybe it's the old horror movie thing. The, the scariest guys were the people that just did not move fast. Yeah. Yeah, mm -hmm. they were always on your ass. They mm -hmm. were right there. Like it, you, it didn't matter how fast you ran. Like they knew every shortcut in the woods. Yeah, every shortcut in the house. Like it was like I ran five miles in like four point five seconds, and yeah. yet that fucker's still there. Yeah, walking. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> Taking his time. Yeah, like Having he's a not in his way. Yeah. You know? Well, you know they're yeah. all like seven feet tall, so they got you know they got a, you know a, a big step. So that's why. Yeah. yeah, but see, you know what? I guarantee <clears> you, if they would use that analogy in like the old rabbit in the hair lesson instead of the rabbit in the hair, mm -hmm. you'd have kids much much more willing to be slow yeah. and win the race. <laughs> but that was what was cool <laughs> when they rebooted Friday the Thirteenth. Yeah, and that was in two thousand nine, and the the it was co directors. I can't remember their names, but it was also produced by Michael Bay. They actually really sat down and thought about exactly that. Mm -hmm. Like, how is this guy so skilled, and how is it he's getting from A to B with no time at all? So their backstory for him, which they don't reveal in the movie, it's just kind of obvious as they start showing things, is if he was living as a little kid, completely feral and by himself, at a campground, mm -hmm. he has been digging tunnels underground oh, that's right. and yeah. he's been practicing archery himself throwing axes by himself just to pass the time yeah so that's how they came up with that whole idea like you know you're running and running and running you just see jason walking slowly and then suddenly he's in front of you it's because he had an underground tunnel so he's based like a no. like really he's scary like special yeah, yeah it's like special <laughs> yeah. forces yeah yeah because uh, yeah, yeah, in the remake they do go into those tunnels that weren't yeah. there in like the original movies yeah, See, I, 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 I need to that. go back and maybe I'll do that this Halloween. Just like 
look at like the Jason movies and stuff like that and see because, like I said, outside of you know Nightmare on Elm Street, mm-hmm. I thought Jason was a scary motherfucker just because I mean he's got a mask, yeah. he was yeah. all huge and shit, and he was I mean as a fellow big guy he was never tired. I'm like, how yeah, the fuck exactly. does that happen? No. It's cardio, son. Like, I yeah. walk real fast to the bathroom. I'm winded. I'm like, shit. You're strolling through the woods with a hockey mask, a knife, and like chasing people. And you're just like, okay, let's go, guys. Yep. Ready yeah. to go. Well, see, that, I guess because I've watched them the most, I like <clears throat> I like that series the best. Which is the like, Friday 13th yeah. series? Yeah. Because, yeah. I mean, hell, uh, is it A&E or AMC? They'll play all of them on, on like Halloween. Yeah. And I'll sit there and watch it. Like, even though it's on TV and it's going to be edited, I'll still fucking sit there and watch them just because I, I yeah. like them. That so, Jason, this, this <clears throat> may be where it gets ugly. All right, sir. So, who's better, Freddy or Jason? Uh, Jason, because he's real. Freddy's all in the mind. He's asleep. Because Freddy can kill yeah, you. But Freddy was more original. Yeah, but Freddy can kill you only if you're sleeping. Well, Jay- but wasn't there one of the Freddy movies where he found a way to come out of your dreams? I believe so, yeah. See? Mm-hmm. All I know is that Freddy vs. Jason movie, that was fucking bullshit. It was. I was excited it was about fun, that. Though. I, I it, had, was. It, it was fun a fun movie. It. It, yeah. I, I will say that, yes. It, it was a fun movie. But the ending, we're like, because we, we were all led to believe that yeah. there was going to be the one true person left. Well, Could, they, were, they were supposed to make another one. Yeah. Oh, okay. That's why they did it that way. Yeah. And uh, I was telling Oscar the other day, there was um, around 2009, because that, that's when the last Friday the 13th was made. And uh, with and also around the same time as Freddy uh, versus Jason, there was a law that took effect around that time um, in Hollywood that if like, for instance, the guy who created Friday the 13th. Mm-hmm. OK, so he creates that in 1980. They, you know, the Paramount buys it from him. Mm-hmm. They make the movie and then they make a slew of other films. They made all this money. That orig- that guy didn't make a dime off of all the sequels because Paramount bought the rights to the, rights to the film. Okay. So then when Paramount still owned Friday the 13th, New Line Cinema, which does Nightmare on Elm Street, mm-hmm. they were trying to partner with Paramount to do this Freddy versus, versus Jason. Never came around. Well, then New Line Cinema was able to buy the rights from Paramount. And that's why we got the, the reboot of Friday 13th. Oh, okay. That's why we also got Freddy versus Jason. But then at that time, this law took effect that the original creator, no matter who owns it, gets all the rights back. Yeah. So this guy who created the original story for Friday the 13th now owns the rights to Friday the 13th and won't allow studios to make another movie because he never made a dime off of all well, the I other mean, that I can films understand. after. Yeah. Well, but it makes me wonder. So, because I get I get both sides of it. I guess it's kind of going off the Halloween <clears> thing. But like, if I create the product, oh yeah. And again, yeah. this is not knowing the the specifics of the deal, so I could be completely missing something. But if I create the product, but then you come over and you're like, "Hey, I'll buy it from you." Yeah. And I agree to that. I'm giving up my rights to mm-hmm. the product. Well, yeah, well, that's different though. Yeah. Well, but I mean, that's what I'm saying. Like, I don't know. Did the owner actually do that? Because that's like the kid, the story I heard from the Nike logo, because I have a graphic design background uh, years ago. The story I heard, and I could have this wrong, but the Nike logo was bought because the startup, the, you know, whoever was starting Nike company when it was first beginning, mm. were just walking through and saw this kid at a desk, saw the little swoosh thing and like paid him, you know, a ridiculous amount of small money now. Yeah. And that was it. Like, yeah. This kid's like, I'm getting 50 bucks off my logo I did for like a rough draft. And yeah. Nike's like, mm. no, nah, we're going to make a couple billion. Yeah. yeah. But it sucks because that, that kid, I mean, yeah, he ain't getting it. So yeah, well, that makes sense though. But still, I mean, yeah, if you're the original creator, yeah. especially if you threw contract or whatever, if you didn't give away your rights mm-hmm. in that way, I mean, yeah, that would suck. Yeah. yeah. Now, weren't you saying but, that like he wasn't happy with the way the story was going? No, because the original concept of Friday the Thirteenth was every every movie was supposed to take place on Friday the Thirteenth. The mm-hmm. original idea was a series. It wasn't just the first film. Oh, he had a long but every Every one was supposed to take place on Friday the Thirteenth, and the idea was there was always going to be a twist at the end who the killer was. It was never going to be the same person. Mm-hmm. Um. But when, again, they did the first film and there was that awesome twist where, you know, it was Jason mom. Voorhees' mom the yeah. whole time doing it, um, the studio, just like with Halloween 2, the studio was like, oh, well, in the sequel, we need Jason, you know, because everyone 
Yeah, you've already you built know the we've got that mythology of them and everything. Mm. So they 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 did that for the second one. That was such a hit. So they were just like, all right, we're just going to keep bringing back yep. Jason. So the original concept was, was never gone. One killer, and they tried to revisit that in part five. Yeah, because part four, they finally killed Jason. Um, part five was when they, when they go to New York, right? No, no, that's no, 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 that's. Six, seven. Yeah. No, that's seven. V I I. Yeah. So yeah. So well, five. we don't pay attention. No, right here. We've established that in the beginning. Yeah. So we don't give a shit. So, yeah. So part four, he's he's finally killed, um, and it was uh, the kid from the Goonies. Um, oh, Corey yeah. Feldman. Yeah. Yeah. Corey Feldman kills yeah. him. So he plays a character named Tommy. So he's a kid. He kills Jason, um, and then part five. You know, because part, and it was supposed to be the final film, but it made so much money. They were like, all right, we're going to make another one. So yeah. they make part five. They bring back Tommy as a teenager mm-hmm. who's now living in a halfway house a halfway for house, troubled yeah. teens. And all of these murders start happening. Yeah. And it seems like it's Jason. Jason. And get to the end, there's a twist. It's one of the teens who lived in that house. It was his father mm-hmm. who was doing this. Now, that's the and one that people was. people were pissed they were pissed they were like we've been hoodwinked you know but that was the original concept (laughs) of the series yeah fuckers you got four extra movies out of it like shit (laughs) yeah so they you know then they had to bring them back you know for part you know they were like all right we need to come up with another one to make people happy again so they came up with part six which then the twist on that was the the girl who brings him back to life has telekinesis oh no 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 i'm sorry tommy brings her back to life again Uh, Tommy brings him back to life in part uh, six because uh, he goes to the gravesite where Jer- Jason is buried and is digs him up and he's just a yep. skeleton, but he starts stabbing him with this uh, like iron pole thing mm-hmm. that then gets struck elect- by lightning. Struck by lightning, <laughs> all the organs come oh, back. God. It's the first time you see that Jason's supernatural. So then he comes back um, and he ends up. Dr- Tommy again drowns Jason in Crystal Lake, mm-hmm. and so they're like, "All right, finally he's dead." And then the next one is a girl with telekinesis. Mm-hmm. Who brings him back. Who brings him back and up and out. But then they drown him again in the lake uh, to keep him there. And then it's part eight where they go to Manhattan because it's a school trip taking a boat from Crystal Lake that somehow connected now to Manhattan. Yeah, I know, right? What the you hell? know, the waterways are now connected. <laughs> well, it's a lake, so it's not supposed yeah. to be. Exactly, exactly. <laughs> but the like, boat, we're making money here. Yeah, Fuck physics, yeah. all right? We're <laughs> making money. <laughs> the boat accidentally dislodges Jason, which brings him back to life because he's now out of, out of the lake. So now he's loose in Manhattan, which is just a stupid, fun film, seeing him it run is. around Manhattan killing people. And then number nine is when they finally kill him mm-hmm. sending him to hell because now the because it's called jason goes to hell yeah, jason goes to hell. the government's now aware of him <laughs> so the many? government comes up yeah the federal government's now aware of him <laughs> go figure it's the feds you yeah. kill how many people they like you come back to right. life two or three times and then the government's like hey yeah. wait a minute we should check we into should this do, shit we should do something about that <laughs> so once, yeah. like once or twice eh, yeah eh, yeah but they made the same mistake that they made in part five so they they set a trap for him. Of course, he falls for it because it's a like half naked girl running through the woods. So Jason goes after her. It's like and his then, kryptonite, dude. Right. Yeah. <laughs> how are Thank we gonna kill people. Jason? Titties. That's yeah, how we're gonna kill Jason. That's how we're gonna kill. That's how to do it. That's the way I want yeah. to go. <laughs> so th- they blow him up to bits, and the coroner, who now has his body parts, is some reason compelled to eat the heart. So he eats the heart, which Jason's entity is now inside of him. Mm-hmm. But because the coroner's just a human body, his body starts decaying. So Jason's got to jump from body to body to body. Um, like and so the, all, all the yeah. killings are being done by regular-looking people. You know, mm-hmm. like none of them are by Jason. <clears throat> That's no Until fun. the very end of the movie, Jason finally comes out. And there he is, but he gets dragged down the hell... And it's like Jim Henson stepped in because their giant Muppet hands come yeah. up and start grabbing Jason, pulling him into hell. I mean, it's so ridiculous. I can just see Kermit going, welcome right. to my world, motherfucker. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. And oh. then they did make the one more, which I've never even gotten through because it's, space one? it's when he goes to space. Yeah. I'm, I'm sorry. sorry. I'm just, it's like there you went too, too far. 
Freddie goes. I think was it Freddie that went to space? Did there was really? another one. Now look, I'm sorry. Freddie would be fun as shit to watch in space because, yeah. like I said, the one thing I was about Freddie was he was always had the great one-liners. Yeah, mm-hmm. and it just made killing fun. Yeah. Like he was. Yeah, it's like let's get creative on this shit. Oh no, yeah. it was um my favorite ones. Oh, now I can't think of it. I was just thinking of it. I don't know what. What were we looking up in the car? I thought it was Halloween. No, no, Pinhead. Um, I was going to oh, ask. Hellraiser. 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 Well, Hellraiser's in space? I never yes. knew that. Really? They had a, a oh, one yeah, where they went right. to space. Oh, yeah, you're right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh. Well, we never, what's, so what's, we got all the way around. Delia, what's your favorite? Uh, the Hellraiser series. That's what made me think about it. <laughs> I, the yeah. I always like, enjoyed the, the, the cosmetics and the costumes and the different yes. ways they had of killing people. That was very interesting. Is the same reason why I like, you know, things like Freddy, because he always had a, a different way of killing mm-hmm. people, but mm-hmm. so did, um, what was the other one I was thinking of? Yeah, originality. I, I know. It's just, it's different. But, like, but he actually showed them, like, the guy with the CDs in his head. Oh, yeah. yeah. He was you cool. Know, the guy yeah. with the, yes. the thing yeah. in his eyes. Because yes. like, that took me back to, like, when you were mentioning the Universal Monster movies. Mm-hmm. And, like, that's how I got into horror movies. Because it was the makeup and the costuming the creative part that I wanted, like, I was really obsessed with watching. And that's when the Hellraiser series came out. Mm-hmm. That was, it wasn't so, and the stories are fantastic. I mean, they're really they have actual stories as compared to Friday the 13th. It's just Jason going through the woods yeah. killing people. Mm-hmm. Hellraiser has this really in-depth story going on, but that was my main reason for watching them was I wanted to see the new Cinebite creatures and what they mm-hmm. look like. Mm-hmm. And yeah, yeah and I just thought it was story. so cool. See, yeah, I, I had never seen, I knew of Pinhead, but I yeah. never seen the movies. I just don't know anything about him until, of course, we're talking about one night and I'm like, it's like Jaws. She's like, yeah, yeah. Hellraiser. I'm like, yeah, I never saw this. She goes, what? <laughs> Wait a minute. Up Hold up. She pulls out the Amazon Prime app. It's like, we're finding this shit. Mm-hmm. You're watching this tonight. And I swear <laughs> to God, I spend like the first 10 minutes, I'm seeing like skin and blood and gore. I'm like, what the fuck am I watching here? Yeah. Like, this yeah. is ugh, yeah. disgusting. No, like the box set, like it's bad. Because I, I think Nick has it. The, the box set comes in the Pandora's box. Oh, cool. And you got to open it a certain way. I, I think it just comes Oh, you know what? That shit would badass. still be on the See, shelf. Yeah. It's still, <laughs> like, you watch nah. those movies? Nope. Not even going to chance it. No. Nope. Don't think so. No. Nope. <laughs> she could stay right there on the <laughs> yeah. shelf. I'll yeah. just rent them on Amazon. I ain't messing with yeah. Well, I thought it was cool during the second or third one how you see them in human form. Oh, yeah. And, you know, mm-hmm. afterwards. Like when they're telling his backstory or something yeah, World War II or something. Yeah. 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 When they're telling his backstory and how he became Pinhead. Yeah. Yeah. Is Daly on two or four? Four. Okay, I'm going to kick her up a little bit. Go for it. Keep talking. Yeah, because for me, like, horror movies, I'm not so much into the blood and the gore. Like, like films like Hostel or Saul. I'm just like, eh, you're not scaring me. You're grossing me out. See, what you're doing. I like Saul. <laughs> I like the first one. Because yes. I thought it was, like, psychology-wise. Yeah, like, it was original. What would you do, you know, if you were in that situation? Like, yeah. if you're, had, you know, you got a Saul mm-hmm. and you're chained and you know you're going to die and your only solution is to cut off your foot, what would you do in that situation? Like, so, but then the other movies started getting a little, like all horror movies do, when yeah. they start going into sequels, they start getting, you know, out of hand. Well, the Saw movies, out. I remember, it's funny because I, I was way, like I didn't see the first Saw until we started dating mm-hmm. because I remember when it came out and I was working, I think I was working offshore at the time, but either way, I had rented Redbox when Redbox was really big. I yeah. rented that one and I'd rented another movie that wasn't like a horror movie. And I knew Saul was gory because people talked about how it was very graphic and gory. I'm like, yeah. all right, fine. Well, I wound up renting the movies and got home later. And so I started watching Saul first. And then, like, the first, like, real gory scene, I was like, eh, it's late. I can't do this shit this late. So I watched <laughs> the other movie. And I was like, I'll watch this one tomorrow and never watched it. And, of course, by the time I got around to thinking about it again, they had already released, like, three, four, five, and ten. Yeah. So I'm like, all right, I'm not going to worry about it. Now, uh, yeah, it, it's, it's not really. I mean, I, I, I guess they are horror movies. But it, it halfway through it, it's like okay, let's just come up with the weirdest fucking way to kill somebody. Because the first one, oh, what a fucking twist! Mm-hmm. Yeah, now that was a twist. But the fucking killer was there like the entire time. And yeah, they're mm-hmm. like, all right, well, let's throw the drug addict on a pile of needles. Let's do that. So I'm like, ah. but it's also with that first one too. With that twist, is find out he's like somebody dying of cancer. Mm-hmm. So yeah. he's trying to make you like actually appreciate your life. Yeah. It's just like what the That's hell? Like a, this yeah. is a horror movie. Yeah. You know, what was that like, movie it wasn't a horror movie. It had a uh, Brad Pitt seven. So oh, that movie was fucking original. That's yeah. a good one. And I still want to know what's in the box. Like I've heard people say that it was like it's his wife's the, head. His okay, wife's the wife's head. head but yeah. I heard the story it was the unborn fetus. Then more baby that oh, was in the box. Oh, shit. I forgot about that. So I didn't know. Mm. So, But that movie was great, too. But that's like the, was it Final Destination? 
Yeah. Where the first one, I love the idea that death somehow yeah. you somehow got away from death, mm. and then now he's basically trying to come after you. Yeah. But after like the third or fourth one. Like, there's only so many ways. Like, if death is that incompetent, I'm not yeah. worried about dying. No. Yeah. Like, you know what? <laughs> like, <laughs> as long as I stay away from log trucks, I'm good. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. A really good movie that had an amazing sequel was Happy Death Day. Right. And it's, it's I think not I've that old. It's, that. it's only, it's probably within the past eight years, yeah. maybe six years or so. Mm-hmm. Happy Death Day is about um, a girl who gets murdered. But after she gets murdered, she wakes up in her bed. She keep, it's like Groundhog Day. She keeps reliving <laughs> the same day. So it's giving her the opportunity to try to find out who the killer is because that's how she knows she's got to stop this. Yeah. But every time she thinks it's this person, it's somebody, it, else. It's somebody else. So it, it's a really interesting film because you end up keep watching the same scene over and over again, but you're watching it for the full 90 minutes of the film. Mm-hmm. And the sequel is just as creative and they actually took the ridiculousness of the idea of the first one and they kind of put humor into the second one. They're now laughing at what they, you know, they made people watch this 90-minute film. You're watching the same damn scene again and again and again. Over and over. Now we're going to make the sequel and it's kind of going to be the same idea, but they're aware of it. And they make it just as entertaining as good. It's very rare that I see a sequel where I'm like, wow, That's wow. like that movie, and it's not a horror movie, but Boss Level, I think it was. It was it was a re- I think like especially if you're a oh, gamer yeah. it re- it if you're a gamer it it that's where it kind of gets the name from mm-hmm. it's this guy who is reliving the day over and over and over again and you the movie basically is him going through the day in an increment after increment finding out why he's going through the day over and over again. Okay. It's it's not a horror flick. He actually it's more of like I'd say a he dies sci-fi every ending. time. Mm-hmm. He dies mm-hmm. like millions of people are trying to kill him and he every time he dies he has to wake up and start all over again. Yeah, and mm-hmm. then he you know but he figures out how to dodge this guy, and then he winds up going someplace else and gets killed by that guy. But it's the humor cuz like mm-hmm. he, you could tell like they don't start like the second time it happens. It's like the 135th time it happens. is yeah. when the movie starts. So he wakes up going, "All right, today I'm going to dodge this guy. Fuck, kill him." Then I'm gonna do this. Then, I'm gonna, then this fucker comes around. It's like da da da. So it's so funny through the movie that yeah. you almost kind of forget the fact that you're watching him die over and over and over and over and yeah. over again. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah, so I, that was really good. But the, the, the Hellraiser ones, I was like, mine. I always was to me the the better. I think there's a difference between a horror and like a psychological thriller. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like I would consider we were just talking about it. Where we uh, like uh, Saul. I wouldn't mm-hmm. consider Saul. A horror movie, I would consider it just a gory psychological. Oh, yeah, yeah because absolutely. it definitely plays on the mind. Mm-hmm. I think to me, the movies for me that are the, the scariest ones are the ones like Poltergeist or like even Hellraiser, like the ones where you have that component of like it could kind of sort of be real, like with the yeah. paranormal. It's not quite a yeah. ghost movie, but it plays on that border yeah. Yeah. of that. So you're kind of like, well, I mean, I could see it if you put a neighborhood on a bunch of burial you know a cemetery you only <laughs> took the headstones you didn't yeah. take the bodies i can see where they'd be a little pissed yeah well yeah. I, was it who's the director of saw or was it hostile i don't know but um i have notes believe it or not <laughs> I look, of course i'm gonna ironically notes. enough the most prepared guy on the podcast is not I'm the guy hosting notes. the podcast <laughs> saw was james wan okay i could yeah. be wrong but i think i read somewhere that the reason why he kept making them it's either that or host or hostile. Well, he only directed James Wan only directed the first Saul, but I think he produced the other ones. And okay, then, all right. So it's uh, gotta be hostile. Eli Roth, is, yeah, is, did is, hostile. The reason why he made more of them is because his kid liked it. Hmm. Yeah. So his son liked the movie so much. Like, hey, can you keep making these? So I'm like, wow. Okay. I do enjoy the general twist that those movies have, though. Like, oh no! Yeah. There is a good like even throughout all of them. There is a good always a good twist in there mm-hmm. yeah i think a good movie like should should have a not not well i call it like an m night Shyamalan twist yeah, yeah those should be i don't know man some of those it's like watching a quentin tarantino film i'm either really gonna like it or i'm really gonna mm-hmm. hate it yeah like that m night Shyamalan where the woods came out and killed everybody uh, the, with mark Wahlberg, yeah. the shining oh, yeah. was it the no, shining? no. Uh, uh, the village, the vi- village. No, no 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 it's no the village is the one where they they think it's like the 1800 but Fast forward, it's oh, really... The one with Mark yeah, Wahlberg, yeah. you just yeah. said, yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, the, it was the Happening. Happening, that's it, it yeah. yeah. I mean, it was, it's almost like you go through so much of the, 
and then it just happens. You're like, wait a minute, that's it? Yeah. Like, yeah. It was like, cool. Happening. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah exactly. That's the title. <laughs> it's like, what movie was that? The Happening. Yeah. No, really, that was it. But well, the master at that, too. I mean, if you're talking about like horror films and psychological thrillers, Alfred Hitchcock. Yeah. I mean, yeah. just Psycho. I mean, you get to the end, you, and yeah. you're thinking it's his mom the whole time. It turns out his mother's been dead forever, yeah. Yeah. and it's him, you know, mm -hmm. dressing up like his mother. Those, those were cool. some good books, though. They really were. I read were all those books. Yeah. Yeah. I yeah, she's a reader, so she, yeah. Most of Stephen King stuff I've read, too. So. Oh, yeah. Oh, his stuff is, yeah. Yeah. There was one, which one was? The Ring. That movie, that made such a See, big splash when I watched it. With the movie? Oh, oh, yeah. yeah. The, not not like, you know, Lord of the Rings. No, no, the yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's, a, that's another episode, sir. Yeah. Another episode. <laughs> right, right. But no, the only part that was like, oh, shit, to me, was at the very end when the chick came out of the TV. And yeah. it was yeah. more of the effect. Well, all those yeah. were our, our American remakes of Japanese horror yeah, movies. Yeah, I realized Like that, that and... Uh, the Grudge. The Grudge, yeah. The Grudge freaked me out. And it's actually... The American version's good. Oh, yeah. You want to see a twisted one? Watch the Japanese one. Oh, Japanese. That twist it Jeez. yeah oh my god that one that will one. scare the crap out of you yeah, yeah, you know american version i'm like well because for really me too see. it's like all right there's sarah michelle geller like i can't get over the fact that i'm watching sarah michelle yeah. geller you know like there's buffy the vampire slayer you know like you know where's the japanese one i don't know the japanese actors you know so i'm just invested in the story and the thing is what's different with japanese horror films is they do take it right to the edge mm. and then step over the edge you know whereas you know hollywood it's like oh we can't go that far you know mm. like you know we've we've got people watching i'm not gonna lie to you, ha you know? like, like halfway through that movie i think i got up and i turned on a light somewhere just because you know yeah mm -hmm. for me see i couldn't even get into the ring because i the whole time i was just like how the hell did she get a video camera uh, you know that, that <laughs> made down the well i'm like I don't, I don't buy this i just i just can't and then when you find out how long ago it happened i'm like there were these it wasn't even video yeah. equipment thing, you know? So I'm not buying this, you know? It's like those roadblocks. It's like, wait a minute, that uh, just completely discredits yeah. the whole thing. Yeah. It's, it's like, again, it's like, no, no, the viewers are not that smart. Just right. keep going right. with it. Yeah. No, I could I could not could not get past it. Still, though, yeah. That, the Japanese that is, grudge. Is that a little yeah, would that's... You find, like, um, where would you define, like, something like 13 Ghost as? Oh, it's been a long time since 13, I've seen that. You know what? That one was we, interesting. We love that movie. Yes. We love that movie. And I really hope that Netflix follows through with it because they were because they were talking a while back. They, they were talking about doing a 13 ghost uh, series. Oh, really? So, it, wow. and it, it goes into the story of each of the ghosts. I'm like, I fucking watch that. Well, you were telling there me there actually is on the original DVD, which I think there is. Still yeah, yeah. Have. yeah. It's actually, and you can watch it on YouTube right now, too. <gasps> yeah. I'll hmm. watch it again. It, and it's just like, you know, it gives you the brief description on yeah. how they became yes. uh, like the jackal. and you know, Oh, my all God. That is such a good movie. But yeah, again, yeah. I mean, I guess that is uh, horror slash ghost, but still, I, fuck, I fucking love that movie. Yeah, I mean, like for example, it's there's there's just some movies that you're gonna watch regardless of it. For example, one of my favorite movies, of Friday the Thirteenth, is probably the worst one, the one that they made for 3D. Oh yeah, it is so fucking horrible, but it's just can't be fun. Like you, you and the 3D is horrible. It's, it's like, like somebody putting exactly. a key into the yeah. lock, like the key's like, coming at it's you. Like you know, it's, it's like, made for 3D. And it's funny because I'll watch it and both me and Amanda are like 3D. Yeah. Well, yeah. Or like you see like, like the knife and it's coming down right here and you see the knife coming towards you. Yeah. Like, this is so bad, but it's so fucking good. Yeah. Well, then they did that too with um, A Nightmare on Elm Street. It was the, the one that uh, Freddy's dead, the final one. Because mm -hmm. um, I was telling Oscar about it. I just watched it recently. I forgot all about it. Like, yeah. totally forgot Freddy Krueger had a daughter, you know, and yeah. like she's like the person who can kill him. So that's why, you know, she's going on. But there's a part in the movie where suddenly 3D glasses appear on her face because in the movie theater, that was your clue to put, put on, on your 3D glasses because, like, the final scene was all 3D. And it's just, you know, when you're watching it in 2D, it's like, oh, this is so so bad. So See, I've horrible, never seen a 3D you know? movie before in the theater, so or what, period. So I don't it, know. Been a, I, I, as a kid, I, you know, wearing those stupid little glasses, I don't ever remember being oh, like impressed. Oh, like, like the by, red and blue? Yeah, yeah, yeah you know. Um, but then again, though, like, that's kind of ruined for me because, you know, I lived in Orlando where, you know, the theme parks and uh, 3D rides are actual fucking 3D rides. Right. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. You know, like, you, you see something coming towards you, you're literally, oh, shit. Pull it, yeah, jumping and everything. Oh, yeah. I, I hurt my foot. Like, seriously hurt my foot on the Spider-Man ride in Universal. <laughs> 
like because and it, it was the second time I went on it, and it's when you're like you're up in the air or something, and yeah. you get dropped, and Spidey, you know, does a web to save you. Mm-hmm. I remember telling myself the second time going down, like this isn't really happening, this isn't really happening. But as soon as before we hit the ground, I slammed my <laughs> foot down to brace myself from falling limped out of that ride like i hurt my ankle like it was bad Jeez. yeah so yeah that that kind of 3ds it's like spider-man yeah. didn't save everybody no, no, no. there no. was one guy left behind yeah oh man